Oh, sir, I don't like it. What's up, everybody? Welcome to No Sir Pod. I am Carmen Morales, your host. And uh, with me, as always, is another incredible human being uh, to disdain things with me, you know, to kind of have a nice little uh, what the fuck's that about sesh, which is always good. And today I'm joined a friend of the podcast, friend of mine, now friend of yours. If you aren't already well-versed in her comedic stylings, you will be today. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, the very funny and talented and beautiful Miss Amy Miller. What's up? Dude? Hello, How you doing? Carmen. It's I'm good. good. How are you? you? Yeah, You're it's so me. nice to see your face. <laughs> People in a small box on a screen. Isn't that nice? We're so used to it at this point. I know. Still is always weird. It's yeah. like uh, <laughs> just the, like turning a camera on inside my house. It just always feels like I never feel ready for it, you know? Yeah. I'm not it- like... I splashed on a little bit of makeup. You know, I didn't go crazy. <laughs> yeah, But right. it still always feels like some weird intrusion, even if it's my friend. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, yeah, you want to watch like, me at my house? I don't We're know. helping Big Brother now? Now I'm voluntarily <laughs> Big Brothering myself in some yeah. way? Uh, <laughs> oh, and, and that leads me to my first gripe. Because yep. you, I, I asked you if you used the video and you said yes. So, like, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um... I don't want to do any podcasts anymore where people just have the video so they can see me for the conversation, but they don't do anything with it. I'm like, oh, no. wow. Do people we do can that? Just, we, we can just talk. You don't need to look at me <laughs> oh, all the time because I always ask like I did mm-hmm. you because I'm like, I don't want to look absolutely busted if you're going to use it. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't want to be laying no in bed having a chat with my pal if you're going to oh. fucking post it on the gram. That's what I'm saying. And that's when things get loose, you know. So yeah. if you don't have video on your podcast, yeah, I will be probably lying down, maybe with no <laughs> pants. You know, you're going to get some more intimate takes out of me probably in that state. But it mm-hmm. like it drives me fucking crazy when people are like, yeah, I, I need to see you, but we don't use it. I'm like, no, we'll put a bra on. Like, no, thank you. Yeah, that also seems like it also seems strange because then it's like you're just doing it, especially if they're recording it and like they're just going to use the bad audio. Like I could have just recorded this with a we could have just recorded a phone conversation if you didn't care about sound quality. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just want to like stare at like, me. For that's an it. They're like it makes it more natural if I can see your face and I'm like I guess but we're still not in the same room so it's still not natural and yeah. also haven't you ever spoken on the phone? Maybe I'm aging <laughs> myself now. I'm like I, I definitely just- am cuz I used to have 4 and 5 hour long conversations with boys back in the day and I can still tell I always know the barometer of uh where you know what what generation uh, road comic I'm talking to by how much they are willing to talk on the phone and that oh, goes for yeah. like booking people too like industry type <laughs> people it's like wait you still talk to human beings on the phone okay oh, all right so maybe now you've seen it, some shit yeah <laughs> now it's almost like looped all the way back around where mm. um I noticed like my younger comedian friends do love to call and I'm mm. actually fine with that. I'm not going to pick up a FaceTime without any notice, but I'll yeah, like, that's talk rude. to you, you know? <laughs> um, but I think sometimes with industry people too, it's like, I actually don't want to take the time to send you an email about this. So if I could just call you and then I like, I like request that they do it and sometimes they get really mad. But I'm like, I might not remember all this shit if we just talk on the phone. Uh, But I know what you're saying. You're like, you're you're sending me a message that I'm maybe not that valuable of a client for you to write a paragraph. (laughs) And you would rather just be like, here's what's going on. You know, I I still see it in writing. Yeah, I'm so paranoid. I Like, that's the whole thing about the writing is like, I was like, are you fucking me? Like, <laughs> oh, that's yeah. my anxiety talking. It's like, are you trying to screw me over? Is that why there's no documentation of this? <laughs> and I mean, many times uh, with bookers, especially like with comedy clubs at the end of the weekend, I'm like, actually, this check is supposed to be this amount. And they're like, what? And then I have to refer back to the email. Mm-hmm. If that's just a phone call, we don't have that record. So I'm like, mm, yep. no, put it yep. in writing. 
Yeah, dude, seriously. There's been so many times. I used to delete everything. I used to not have anything saved ever until I got fucked over with money. And then I was like, okay, I save everything. And now, so now I'm just a fucking receipt hoarder. So it's like, no, we discussed oh. this amount and this and this and look, see, and this is why I've had to do that. Like, I remember the first, one of the first times I ever did a road gig, uh, I had Laura. Laura was featuring Laura Bites. So she was featuring for me at some fucking who gives a fuck bar in Milwaukee. And then after the show, she came up to me and she goes, I thought we were getting paid this. And I was like, we are getting paid this. And she was like, well, he only gave me this. And then I had to go back to I took her money, went back to the dude and I go, you short paid her. Why did you short pay her? And he was like, I didn't short pay her. And then I had to pull up the fucking email. I said, no, when I booked this and her bringing her with me, we were going to get paid this and you agreed to it. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so. And I was like, oh, then how much are you fucking short paying everybody else that comes through? If you like, it's not a set amount, you know, I that was know, when I learned yeah. that everybody doesn't get paid the same. I oh, that. yeah. Hmm. Yeah. They'll they'll fucking try it. Um, <laughs> and, that's, and it sucks, too. It's always that catch 22, like about like the level we're at where I'm like, I don't want um, I, like I'm fine kind of booking stuff myself still because I don't want to give someone 10 percent. Yeah. Um, but then it's like when you have to have a fight, it is kind of useful to I used yeah. to have a fake manager email. Mm-hmm. Um, that was just like, you know, a young man's name, Josh something, mm-hmm. Jewish last name yeah. that I made up <laughs> just to be like, <laughs> you know, if there's any like fight to be had, because it's the thing on the road as a woman, too, is like these guys will like never book you again and be like, she was difficult. And you're like, sorry, I asked for what you promised me, you yeah. know, dude. And it's not even just dudes that happened to me with a, a female booker where it oh, was, yeah. I was booked to I was booked to middle at a club and um, I was featuring for Josh Wolf and then he left. I was headlining one night and then or the Wednesday night and then was featuring the rest of the week for him. Right. So then we do the whole week. He gets a, a call. He's got to go be on set for some shit. So he leaves the Sunday show. I got to headline the Sunday show and she didn't want to pay me for the Sunday show. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, um, well, you asked me to headline. So I think I should get headline pay for a Sunday because I headlined it. And she's never welcomed me back because I made her pay me what I was supposed to be like. And I did that. And I was just like, all right, well, I guess fuck you, Omaha, Nebraska. I guess I don't go back there. You know (laughs) that this just happened to me. And that's so funny because uh, it was the it was Emma Wilman headlining and we're friends. So I just like asked her because she had to back out. Like, what were you getting paid? And they were really up against the wall because it was like Thursday night already. And Mm -hmm. Emma was like, I'm not coming. Um. And and I don't even think I was being reasonable. I wasn't even like I should be paid the same as Emma. But it was like, what's like ballpark? You know, what should I ask for? And uh, so she told me what she was getting paid. And I asked for that. And they really, really fought it. And then still tried to short me. I won't say the name of the club. Still tried to short me at the end of the week. But I just like sat down with this man and had a stern talk. I was like, you are shady with money. So many comics talk about it. This is why a lot of people won't work here. And it's like, word is out, man. So like, do you want to do it one more time with me? Because maybe you won't ever have me back, but a lot more comics are going to say no. And also like, I see your calendar. Like you have some people coming up that are not going to put up with this shit. Like they will break legs. Yeah, seriously. And and then he gave me a new date and he was actually like, no, okay. Like we're good. We're trying to get our shit together. Like I'm not like trying to screw everybody. It's just like you know, whatever. So it worked out fine in that case. But yeah, in most cases, people are just like, well, you're never coming back. And it's like, fine, I yeah. don't want to work here anyway. Yeah, exactly. I shouldn't have, I already have to fight to get the date. I don't want to fight for what you, you agreed to pay me. That's the other thing too, is like, and that's why I started asking, uh, and I love, I always give uh, Bamford credit because she's the one that started this whole open book accounting, everybody telling what everybody's getting made, getting making. So then like people, less people get fucked over because it was like, it was like, oh, it, that's, that's a, between me and the club, like the club owner or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Okay, well, why are you being weird about it? Are you are yeah. you in on the scam? Like, what the fuck is this? So, oh, um, absolutely, yeah. And and I will I will always try to be very realistic about it. I'll find a dude, like a straight dude, who is up same level ish as me. Yeah, I'm not like asking, you know, 
Chip Dylan what he's getting paid or whatever. Yeah. It's like somebody I crossed over with a lot at the same clubs over the last few years is Zoltan. Mm-hmm. And he's awesome. Like he's a sweetheart. And so he'll always tell me what he got paid. Yeah. But it's like I look for someone that I'm like, okay, we should be somewhere in the ballpark, you know? Okay. And then without fail, almost every single time they're getting significantly more than me in the offer. And I'm just like, so yeah. I just asked for that number. And if the booker argues, I'm like, well, this is what these people are getting paid. And so yeah. do you want to just look like straight across the board? You're a classic fucking sexist. Like, it's wild. Yeah. And that's the other thing, too, is like, it's like, how do you like, how do you expect us to praise you when you're fucking us? Like, then it's like, is then it gets put put on us where it's just like, oh, you're difficult. It's like, well, no, we're reacting to what you are doing. If you were giving us the same money, would this would never be, even be a conversation. I would never have to look into it. I would never yeah. have to ask anybody else or, or right. whatever, you know? It's just so Maria's frustrating. Maria's so funny too, mm-hmm. though, because, you know, I mean, we're like in a group text together and she mm-hmm. will, it cracks me up when she'll be like, I couldn't do this gig. It's there's the contact and this was the pay. And first of all, it's somebody like way low balling Maria Bamford. Yeah. <laughs> but if it wasn't, I'm like, Maria, they wanted Maria Bamford. Yeah. That means they <laughs> probably don't like want to book forgets, I think. anyone I else <laughs> in this text group. Like I'm not following up. I would be <laughs> mentally ill. Uh, <laughs> to email this person right now and be yeah. like, I heard Maria couldn't make it. Let me tell you what. I can be there. <laughs> like, no. Yeah, it's like the, it's it, that's like an open micer level of delusion where they're like, I have five hours of material and I've right. been doing comedy for two weeks. But and you then know it's like- someone in our group probably <laughs> follows up, Carmen. You know they do. I know. And that it's upsetting. I have some guesses. (laughs) Oh, you don't need to guess. I already know. Um, But yeah, where it's just like just completely disillusioned and like, um, yeah, I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to bring I'm I'm not going to bring the same. (laughs) I'm not going to be Maria Bamford or film Maria Bamford too. So, uh, yeah. Um, But also, like, why were you emailing Maria Bamford and trying to book her for two hundred dollars? You know what I mean? Like, yes. Are you sick? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, I, th- I don't think people know. I, I think I think that's the other thing, too, is it's uh, our pay is not only elusive to us, but to everyone else. Like, I think sometimes people just have no concept. Uh, yeah. You know, you hear people talk about how shitty paying comedy is. And then they're like, oh, everybody must be affordable. Um. <laughs> well, and then there's there's like practice pay and then there's real gig pay. And I think mm. maybe with someone like Maria, who just works all the time. And in the normal like pre-COVID world is constantly running her set at like she'll go to fucking open mics and be like, can I get a set? You know, so I think people in L.A. especially get confused and they're like, yeah, we could probably get her for like 75 bucks. And it's like, no, that's (laughs) that's no. But this is the gig. It's like you got to pay up. Yeah. (laughs) She doesn't just perform for free. She practices for free, which maybe mm. also she shouldn't do, frankly. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. But I think over the last few years, she's gotten better about like just putting on a show because you can just put on a show because you're mm-hmm. Maria. Yeah, you exactly. Just, People are yeah. going to come out. Yeah, yeah. that was. Uh, yeah, that's that's a. Uh, it's insane to me how how sometimes she forgets who the fuck she is. Where I'm like, I have to be the one that's like, um, do you know who you are? And so yeah. <laughs> usually it's always the narcissistic people going the other way. It's like, you know, do you know who I am? And I'm like, do you know who you are? Hello? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. Going on the road with her is so funny. It's like, um... I don't know. I just I feel like I had to like bully the venues into doing like basic shit sometimes because mm-hmm. she's like, it's fine. I don't want to bother anyone. Yeah. And I'm like, you can have bottles of water. It's- I will. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll make this happen. <laughs> yeah, I'll be the bad guy. So you can. And I, it makes sense why her and Jack because Jackie's the same way. Um, So it makes sense why they compliment each other so well when they go out because it's like Jackie's like, nope. No, this isn't what she requested. Do the thing that she asked for. That's yeah, why she's you're, a good it's bad you're, cop. Yeah, you're making a fuck. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. And I got no problem being a bad cop. I yeah, no I think we all we all have that gene. All three yeah. of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So let's get into it. And we talk. We we hate getting fucked over uh, on the, the business side of stand up comedy. Do not enjoy it. <laughs> 
Um, what else don't you like? Big thing right now. I mean, I'm sorry to bring up COVID. And I know this is coming out later, but, you know, we're deep in the middle of mm-hmm. the variant. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, well, not like that. It'll, it'll be like a week. It's not going to be like that long, much longer, but. Yeah. I hope not. I hope not. I hope we just sort of run through it real fast. It was like, yeah, like yesterday was our, our the record in the United States for the most new cases in one day. So mm-hmm. that's pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, and we like doubled the last record. It's, I'm so like USA. Um, mm-hmm. But my um, pet peeve right now is people saying that like someone gave them COVID. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, like there's honey. no free will anymore. No, like people are breaking yeah. into people's houses, coughing yeah. into their mouths. Yeah, you went to a thing, yeah. and <laughs> maybe, and you didn't wear a mask, and like maybe someone there um, knowingly went, also went to a thing when mm-hmm. they had it. But so many people are asymptomatic that it's like maybe they didn't know. You did, you you gave yourself. Like I always felt this way about STDs too. It's like I mm-hmm. don't, you know. Anytime I've had a scare that ended up being nothing, I'm like, why am I mad at this person? Like, he didn't give me chlamydia. (laughs) Like, I had sex with him. (laughs) (laughs) I consensually laid naked with this dude and we put our parts together. His parts just happened to be dirty. And I didn't bring a fucking STD kit with me (laughs) for my one night stand. (laughs) Right. It's just like, the yeah, the risk that you take, like it didn't pay off. You know, it's just such a weird... Such a weird thing. And in comedy, I've heard it phrased in such funny ways. Like someone the other day was just like, some fucking open micer like exposed me to COVID. And I was like, what, where were you? So you were at the same thing that this person was at. Yes. <laughs> like, it's so you went a to a place thing. where there's literally seven different anti-vax like speeches going on on stage. <laughs> and you <laughs> yeah. willingly waited there for three hours to go do three minutes of jokes. And right. then you're surprised that you got infected by someone. Which mm. also makes you an open micer. Yeah. Can we talk about that? <laughs> because you went to the open mic and that's fine. I've never been on board with that being like a slur or whatever. Like people, yeah. like I understand what people mean, which is like, mm-hmm. you know, comedy hangers on. Maybe yeah. it's mm-hmm. usually like. People who don't take it seriously. Yeah. Hobbyists, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's always such a funny thing. Like open micer. Like, I don't know. We've all. <laughs> done open mics. Yes. Yeah. How you start. Uh, <laughs> what kind of shit on someone for that? Like Exactly. And like you just said, Maria Bamford goes to open mics. Are you going to call her an open mic or two? Like, uh, whatever. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's just so weird. Like, yeah, nobody gave it to you. You just got everybody has it right now. It's like yeah. nobody ever gave me HPV in college. I got it. <laughs> Because I wanted to do vagina and mouth stuff. Yeah. You know? (laughs) And frankly, it was worth it. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) right now I'm really leaning into, uh, because I haven't had COVID as far as I know. Mm -hmm. I'm knocking on wood. Yeah, same. Um, Absolutely shocked by that. I, I assume maybe I had it and didn't know at some point. But like now I'm just leaning into full on trolling online. I'm just like, I guess I'm just way stronger than you guys. Like, yeah, my I don't immune system's just better than you, I guess. I I'm don't know. I'm just like just... very, very healthy. <laughs> 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 no, I don't do anything to stay that way. Nothing yeah, no. sensible ever. Just naturally. But... I'm just like genetically superior, I suppose. Yeah, where... I'm clean is yeah. what it is. God chose me. <laughs> it's just making people so mad because everyone I know has COVID right now. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. And they're going to be a, fine. That part's been unnerving too because it was just like so fast, the explosion of it where it was just like, man, I, I feel like it was like not even three weeks ago, everybody was good. And then yeah. it was like the announcement of the variant was out and then it was like, okay, everybody has it. And I was like, what the fuck just happened? I know. <laughs> it was like, like not even a type five in between those two things that happened. And I was like, all right, damn. Yeah. Were you guys all at the same party? Like, what the fuck? Right. And tr- and probably. Yeah. Because yeah, <laughs> we've been hanging out with each other. That's how it works. And then like trying to explain that risk to my mom who doesn't know anyone, doesn't have any friends and really stayed in her house most of the time before any yeah. of this happened. <laughs> Not um, much has changed for her. Yeah. That I'm like, you know, I'm worried about visiting you. And she's like, why? Where have you been going? I'm like. 
everywhere. I don't know. My, yeah. I just, <laughs> I have a life, mom. Like I know people, I know other people and they're who you get COVID Not only from. That, but like, my job is outside. Like it's amongst yeah. people. Like, <laughs> I know she just like can't, she's just like, how could you have been exposed? It's like so funny. Like she just doesn't mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm worried for your safety, you know, yes. but she's chill. She's boosted. So that's good. That's nice. That's nice. <laughs> you yeah, enjoy I mean, the picture of the ca- car that I sent you earlier? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of my mom, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we're definitely related. Right now, her inside of her house looks so insane. She has an old um, Labrador and he's mm-hmm. very spoiled and he's just like made a choice to never walk on hardwood or linoleum ever again. So her house is literally a maze of rugs. Um, (laughs) (laughs) She has pathways, rugged pathways throughout the house for the dog. Literally none of the floor is exposed. And I'm like, why don't you just get carpet put in at this point? Like instead of just puzzle piecing together like 85 little rugs. <laughs> it looks crazy. But, right. you know, they, I they love probably, a rug. They, all, they don't all match, right? At some point, no. you got to mix and match. Yeah, of course. No, uh, for those of you crazy. listening, my friend here, Amy Miller, has an obscene obsession uh, with rugs and is peeved beyond human, <laughs> beyond human capacity if her rugs are disarray. And... <laughs> I went to her place and there was definitely not as much as she's describing her mom, but she's getting there. You know, she's working on it. Um, Got a lot of decorative rugs. A lot sure. of decorative rugs. <laughs> Mats. Yeah. It's a, I just got a new one. I just got a new area rug for my mm-hmm. living room. At this point, I'm I don't even believe in rug cleaning. Like I feel like now we're talking about rugs again. (laughs) But I feel like growing up, you know, like an area rug was like an insane purchase. Like it's so expensive, right? Like Mm -hmm. I feel like our our grandmothers would get these like Oriental rugs and there was like $1,500 or whatever. And they're like so precious about it. And now you just get, you know, you get like an $85 giant rug on Wayfair or whatever. That's like very cute. So I just don't. uh, When I'm done. I just give them away and I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'll clean them throughout. But I, I'm like, I like a one year maximum with any area rug at this point. So I just mm-hmm. got a new one. I'm very excited about it. And I clean it all the time, of course. But yeah. it's like eventually, yeah, just shit's happened. My cat <laughs> barfed enough times that I'm like, we're done with this one. Yeah. You're more like a, it's like, um. What is it? You're poly rug ruggious. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I just give kind of them like to flow someone. in and out of like <laughs> rugs in my life. Like oh, I yeah. love them while they're here and then I set them free. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I just um well and I love I because I love how hardwood looks and I actually am not a fan of carpet and I don't ever want to live with carpet. So it's just like this compromise. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't want my feet to be cold. But then you also get the variety. Like, uh, you don't get that in a, in carpet. The carpet's always got to be neutral. And, you know, unless you're in a casino, like, it's not very colorful or whatever. So you just, it's usually something more, like, yeah, neutral or subtle or whatever. Yeah. And you get to get wacky uh, without it looking, yeah, without your house looking like a goddamn casino. It's like, you don't have this, like... It's it's more about the act like an accent wall. You don't want four walls that have this goofy ass fucking color. No, I want three and then just a little goof. You know, I just want yes. a goof, it's not like goofy wallpaper mm-hmm. for four. Yes, exactly. You can quote me on that rug industry. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I get it. I uh, I. The older I get, I, the definitely the more I don't like. Like I stole a pair of my mom's slippers and then never stopped wearing slippers in the house because I always used to be a barefoot person. And then oh, no. um, I, no, it's I'd rather just walk around on a teeny tiny pillow on my feet. It's just way I'm more comfy. Literally, and it feels better. Only barefoot in the shower at this point, and that <laughs> that can be my next uh bit of disdain. I can't. <laughs> Deal with people being barefoot in the house, outside. I don't understand it. It's so weird to me. I always have 
at least socks, but usually socks and slippers. Mm-hmm. But even in the middle of the night, if I like get up to pee, mm-hmm. I I'm putting those slippers on. No yeah. matter how many times I go. Like, yeah. like, because then I'm just tracking stuff back into my bed. And then you feel those little like, oh, it's the worst if you're already having trouble sleeping too. And then you just feel like little fucking rocks in your bed. And you're just like, <laughs> I feel like yeah, get just- up and just flip everything over and do that like <laughs> hotel housekeeping, like karate chop. Yeah. To get- <laughs> Yeah, to get the dirt off. And I feel like such a crazy person, but I can't. Yeah, it's already so hard for me to sleep. I can't have crumbs in there or whatever Mm -hmm. comes from my floor. So I'm I'm slipping. I'm like, Carmen, maybe six months away from having like guest slippers, (laughs) (laughs) like Asian grandparents just going full out Mm -hmm. like. And that's, uh, frankly, at Daiso, like, uh, the Japanese dollar store is where I get, like, a lot of these just, like, $1, $2 pairs of um, just, like, slippers, house shoes. Yeah. You know, they're kind of disposable. <laughs> and, um, I mean, I'll wash them and reuse them for a while. But, like, I'm just going to get a little basket, a little slipper basket, and just go full on, like… <laughs> You know, I, I've been single since June, and so I'm living by myself again. So I just like I can see these habits just creeping up. I'm just going. Oh yeah, full you get to on, lean into like, being yourself, no compromise. Dowager quirks. Yep, <laughs> you're yeah. just raw dogging your own weirdness. I get it. Yeah, and everyone that comes over gets. Uh, you know, a nice fresh pair of slippers. Yeah, like, just like when you go, to, go get a pedicure, they give you a free pair there. When you come to Amy's house, boom, free slips. Yeah, put them on right now. <laughs> yeah, I cannot. I, I just cannot be barefoot. It's I just don't like the way it feels, even for a brief, a brief amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you wear your shoes into the ocean? Uh, Honestly, depends which ocean, Carmen. OK, OK. <laughs> because you get, like water shoes and stuff or do you just um, like you wear, you'll wear your flip flops or something like that? If I'm like going in the ocean or like a river. Like, you know, I, I lived in Oregon and I don't have, like swimming rivers a lot. If it's really mm-hmm. rocky, mm-hmm. I'm usually putting on like a pair of old vans or Converse or okay. something that I'm like, I don't care if they get wet. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not wearing water socks because I, <laughs> I fuck. <laughs> I'm not wearing toe shoes. I'm a sexually active adult. I'm not wearing water socks. <laughs> yeah. It's almost always vans mm-hmm. uh, or like some like, yeah, Target, like knockoff vans or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Just shoes but- that you're not, you don't wear out regularly anymore. Like how, like how dads would have like yard shoes. They're just shoes that have been beaten up. They've already totally. lived their lives. Like a rug that you've had for two years, maybe. Yeah, just- yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. A rug for your feet. Yeah. Uh, foot rug. <laughs> well, like if I'm in Mexico or whatever, like I'm going in the ocean barefoot. But I, you know, if I'm going in like the Pacific, like in the Bay Area, it's like freezing, rocky. You know, I don't want to get stung by a jellyfish. There's a number of factors that I'm yeah. like, I might Plus need to run to out city, of the water. You don't want shark. to step on <laughs> trash or some sort of syringe. <laughs> exactly. You're in Santa Monica. Happens to be a very nice place for people to shoot up. Like, <laughs> I'm saying, yeah, I'm not going in the water at Venice with no shoes on. Yeah, like, I'll step it. on a dead body. Like, <laughs> Ew. Yeah, but it really depends. But um, I usually usually have something on my feet. Mm-hmm. Not at the beach walking around on the sand. That's the worst feeling. That's probably the only time that I'm okay being barefoot because it's like, because shoes feel crazy when your foot is yeah. covered in sand. It really is. Because then it's like, like, then it's like you're walking on sandpaper and it's like you're shoveling sand in between your shoe and your foot the entire time if you have sandals on or whatever. It's just a, yeah, it's it's just not conducive to productive walking either. No, but if it, if it were socially acceptable to wear like a bikini with like knee high Doc Martens, I would do that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I hate my feet being dirty so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And hot. And oh, as a, because I never barefoot, the bottom of my feet, I mean, it's like baby skin, you yeah. know? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. then that hot cement at the beach, 
No, like oh, yeah. I will burn. I hate. I that. feel the same way about the sand, though, too. Where it's like, can you give me a walkway all the way to the water? <laughs> where I, know. I can wear my shoes because sometimes that sand gets hot as fuck, and then that's in between your toes. So now I have just scalding hot, t- minuscule rocks all over my feet. Yeah, you know? and mm-hmm. I will say, um, you know, this is an I don't like it for the shoe industry. I don't think anyone has sufficiently tackled this shoe problem of like the most ideal thing for the beach. Right. I think we're still searching. Yeah. None of them are great. Like, yeah, if anything, it should be well. You should just be wearing wellies till you get to the place where you're sitting down right. and then you can be barefoot because <laughs> totally. you have to deal with it. Yeah. Or something that's like a water sock. But that actually goes up high. Mm-hmm. It's not going to look good. Okay. No, it's not. Maybe that's <laughs> it's why they didn't make crazy. it. It's going to look Like some sort of like new Yeezy. Like, yeah. a, like, oh, yeah. like I want it to like form, you know, to my foot and be waterproof and my foot to not get hot. But I also don't want sand in it. So I think it needs to pull up like a good six inches <laughs> up my leg. <laughs> But it's still yeah, translucent. The like, sun, the sun can get in because you don't want to. You don't want a mid calf tan line. You want the sun to still be able to get in because they have those translucent like bathing suits where it's like it's not sheer, so you're still covered, but the sun gets through. Um, but usually, at, at a certain angle, you can still see everything. So it, it, that's different. But um, yeah, I, I don't and, know. I don't know. Just and I'm it. saying I still won't wear them, and I'm not getting on the latest wave. I hate Crocs. Mm-hmm. But maybe like pretty solid beach option. Maybe, I'm never yeah. going to wear them, but yeah. I think, you know, not bad. No, if they yeah, if they could cover the tight, but the holes are what keep it your foot from sweating and getting gross. Yeah, I don't the know. Sand's still getting in there, but maybe that's OK. You know, you can pretty easily rinse them out. But again, mm-hmm. I'm not wearing them. Yeah, <laughs> I just well, you, I, you're not a divorced man. Why would you wear them? <laughs> well, no, it's like everybody's wearing them right Dude, now. Did you see Balenciaga's trying to put out a crock with a heel on it? Oh, These yeah. Fucking people. I swear to God, rich people are so bored. It's uh, yeah, the last I mean, I feel like Crocs has done a really great job of um revamping their image, which is not just (laughs) how ugly the shoe is, but like, this is true. Like Crocs is owned by like horrible Republicans, like Mm -hmm. full on. Because I remember when there was kind of a wave of Crocs coming back and maybe like 2004 or something. Mm -hmm. And um, and I remember at the time, like George W. Bush was like wearing them out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which is like not you know something if he's Dude, on a trend a great, I don't want it what part a, of it what a great um man what a great advertisement would have that been if that would have been the sandal that was thrown at him you know remember when he was doing that press conference oh, yeah. and somebody threw a shoe <laughs> yeah. at him if he caught it and he was like Crocs I'm wearing them too you know yeah they're very comfortable at the beach <laughs> but I remember looking at the time because I uh of course, like everyone else, I had a blog, mm-hmm. Blogspot. Um, it's down now. You can't find it. So please don't go look. Um, but I looked into just sort of the Crocs Corporation, like political donations, and mm-hmm. it was horrendous, like anti-gay causes. They like funded like Santorum's campaign, oh, like geez. anti-abortion shit. Like they're not good people. Mm-hmm. And now you can't find like any of that stuff anymore. So they did a very calculated job of hiding all this shit mm-hmm. and then somehow becoming like the 2021 shoe for black teens, you know, I'm yeah. like, which is always the peak of cool. Like that's when it's like, you know, you're doing well. Yeah. The only thing um, above that is like Japanese pop star, I think, or excuse me, Korean pop star. I think yeah, is the only thing yeah, above yeah. like black teens as far totally. as cool factor. Or, or gay men. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know that's like the peak. Like it's, you know, we steal everything from black teens. So it's mm-hmm. like, uh, it's just interesting. I don't know. They're not attractive shoes and they don't have a good history. There are a lot of color options though, and they're affordable. And that and, and now that you can I do put like. charms on them. Man, oh, people yeah. love to personalize a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I thought about buying the Cardi B Reeboks today. They're so ridiculous looking. They just dropped this morning, and I'm like, do I need these? Probably. I mean, so. nobody needs them. It's do you want them? 
And do you want them enough? They're like baby blue metallic. Oh, wow. All one color. It's very 1997 is what that Ugh. is. It's very, <laughs> kind of it's very early 2000s. Uh, Britney's first album was like exactly. when powder blue metallic was like in and the iridescent and like that's why everybody's like they were all wearing pastel blue eyeshadow <laughs> oh we love it and we loved our glitter pens mm-hmm. just metallic pens on everything and our teachers were just like what the fuck is this I can't read this blue and black like eventually they just had to be like no other colors yeah. <laughs> and then we're like this technically is blue um, yeah. it's just glitter. There's also just blue, pink and yellow in it. So it is blue. (laughs) It says that's why the cap is blue, but it's several different colors. Yeah. I love weird pens. (laughs) Bought a black notebook just so I can read it. Right. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. Or like a dark purple page. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. My God. I mean, maybe that'll get me back into like being better about my journaling. Yeah, literally like I'm cramming right now because I like started. I was trying to have a pretty reasonable goal of like a a journal a year. This is just for journaling, not for like writing down jokes. That would be troubling Mm -hmm. if I wasn't. (laughs) I mean, I put a lot of jokes on my phone, too. So but it's separate that I'm like, well, yeah, one book a year. Like I can do that. Like it's crazy if I can't. And now I'm cramming to finish this like 2021 journal. <laughs> and I'm just like literally like just saying shit, you know, mm-hmm. like it's pointless. I should just rip the final pages out and be like, I finished it kind of, you know, <laughs> I already bought the new one. I'm like, it's also two like, days who are left. You cr- you're cramming for you. Like it's also yeah. just a funny that you have, uh, you've put this like deadline on yourself, but it's like, these are words that are written just for you. So it's like, if you don't have anything else to say, why are you bullshitting yourself? Well, it's, uh, I guess for, you know, as a writer, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's just exercise. It's literally mm-hmm. just feels like exercise where mm-hmm. it's, I mean, it's the same thing as being like, I know that if I go for like a 40 minute walk, it's not as good for me as if I go to the gym or, you know, do something more rigorous, but it's better than zero. So I'm like, you know, if I want to just keep that part of my brain working all the time, like I just need oh, to write regularly, mm-hmm. even if it's, Truly doesn't matter and will be an embarrassment to me if someone reads it when (laughs) my untimely death happens. (laughs) I also, I'm so, okay, here's my next one. Fuck goals. Um, No, not fuck goals. Goals are good. What I don't like is regimen. (laughs) Um, Oh, yeah, same. Mm -hmm. And I just have never... I've just I've been thinking so much about this lately because I uh, oh, I mean, let's also say uh, fuck when my birthday is because it's New Year's Eve. And oh, dude, that sucks. That was my grandmother's just, birthday. It's a bummer, though. It's a bummer. Yeah, it, birthdays. Just, it like triples down on all that pressure mm-hmm. of like, oh, it's a new year. And especially right now where it's like the last two years have just sucked fat yeah. dicks yeah. that you're like, <laughs> I'm going to start fresh. And, you know, so I'm always thinking about like, what are what are the goals? That actually is good. That's helpful to me, like vision board shit. But like, I'm going to start a routine in 2022. Like, no, bitch, it hasn't worked for 41 years. Like, why do you think now you're going to be a regimented person? Mm-hmm. Like, so just I have these arbitrary things like the journal thing where I'm like, I mean, I have to be able to do this one fucking thing. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't I have good habits, you know, sure. That's different. It's like I, you know, brush and floss three times a day without fail. Like (laughs) I have a clean home and a clean body. You know, I have Mm -hmm. I drink a lot of water like there are habits I have, but they don't all happen at the same time of day. Like I've never stuck to a routine of any kind in my fucking life. And I'm just sort of accepting it now. I'm like, it's not for everyone, I think. Well, that's it. The thing I don't like is the shame that I do things differently. Because the other thing, too, is is I'm pretty sure based on the copious amounts of TikTok videos about this, 
I'm pretty sure I have just undiagnosed ADHD because like mm-hmm. the way that they describe everything, how the difficulty is of how they do everything. I was like, oh, yeah, that's that's me. I work in a circle. I don't work in a straight line. And that's why like when he, when I used to take tests, I used to jump around the different questions. I never used to go one, two, three. I would get like so caught up. So I would go from one and then I'd go to the back and I'd start from the back. And then if I'd get to a question, I was like, I don't know. Then I would I would jump around the whole test until it was all completely done. Um, yeah. And I've never so I've never been able to just like I love a list. I never do the list in order. Uh, I love a list because oh, it reminds yeah, me never. of everything that I have to do. Um, love and, it, list. and it's I think about I think about uh tasks as for in, in like of the form of a web like this me have I have to do this uh but this also needs another uh this this adjacent thing to that needs effort so and that's gonna take like way more time so maybe I should start with this uh but this I need to leave the house for so maybe I should put all of the things that I need to do out of the house together and then like so it just always becomes like a big like ordeal um, right. As opposed yeah. <laughs> which and is just, exhausting. And then I just don't want to do any of it. I just don't want to do yeah. any of it. Yeah. And I'm starting to also just embrace it as like potentially a positive thing in a way or just like a personality difference. Like, yeah, maybe I also have ADHD. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll never find out. But <laughs> Hard same. I'm but, not going to figure it out now. But like, um, you know, I we both know probably so many people who need routine and have hard times straying from that, Mm -hmm. which can be another very hard thing because life is absolutely unpredictable. Things never go. And it's like it comes from control for, you know, like I've dated people who are like very, very routine in many, many ways. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I just can't. I'm never going to get on board. I don't know what to tell you. I see like I'm if every day of the rest of my life is different from the day before it like that uh, to me is a life well lived like I am excited by that that yeah. freaks a lot of people out you know yes and that's just sort of how my life has gone because again I have absolutely no regular routine of any kind <laughs> dude that's any why I, part of the reason why stand-up has been so complimentary to me is because it's never uh, the, even if I go back to the same place it's not the same the audiences aren't the same. The It's variety. You know, I'm never in one place long enough. Like that was the hardest thing for me is to be in one place for this long. I've never been home for fuck, especially yeah. not two and a half, not fucking two years or, you know, almost two years. That's definitely never been the case. So that was the hardest part for me is like, I've always been nomadic and I've always been nomadic and not just in the, the, physical sense but mentally it's I've always traveling from one thing to another to another to another um and so yeah the the structure and the stationariness like all that stuff is super rough for me I hated it and I hate that like it's like oh you should have goals and you should just do it like and and everybody's so insistent on because it works for them that it is the only way to do it and um and that's the part that I don't like where it's just like no everything that I've wanted or try like I've gotten to eventually. Um, I just don't always do it in the most linear fashion. And, and but I've always like it's, I've always been that way. And the thing I don't like about it is that people think if you don't do it that that way because it's worked for so many people because so many people need structure. I don't need yes. structure. Um, I don't need structure to function to feel comfortable and safe and all that shit. Um, but a lot of people do, and I understand that. But I hate having to feel bad because I don't fucking operate that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. And and I um I don't need structure. I need like comfort and safety, but those are different. Yeah, those are and very different. It's more often that yeah, like our personality type has to squeeze into the uh, you know, cuz I've had many office 9 to 5ish mm-hmm. kind of jobs that were just every day and it was just, you know, like tedious. Yep. Um of course, I've had a thousand different jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh like just keep it spicy. Um but so like I can do it, but I'm never happy doing it. Like I always feel like I'm just like yeah, fitting myself into something that doesn't really work. Um and I think it's much harder for our like, you know, very structured comedian friends to fit the other way. I mean, this is why you run into people being like, you know, just in some town and being like, oh, this was a a terrible show. And it's like, I don't know. It was fine. Like, I just think 
every fucking crowd is absolutely different. And if you like, you cannot plan for, you can plan your stand-up career as much as you can. You can write, you can plan your jokes and material, but you can't ever plan what's going to happen in the moment. And so I'm like, it's a lot harder, I think for them to go that other way and like let go a lot of the time um, without being miserable, you know? So it's like, I don't know. Yeah. Comedy is a good fit for me too in that way. Um, But of course, anytime I've like gotten a writing gig or something that's steady, or if I was in a room five days a week, like I would readjust, of course. Um, Mm. But still in some way, maybe try to keep like each day different. You know, when I've had like full-time sort of traditional jobs, I still, um, yeah, same. Like don't do anything in this linear fashion. Um, but everything gets done and done well, you know? So eventually like the right bosses. I just don't have the same work ethic. It's not like only one kind of work ethic is effective, you know? Um, Yeah. Because that was always the thing is like, I ended, I had this job and they liked me so much that I was doing the tedious job and then I wasn't doing very well. It was like, because, you know, it was like like sales and I was selling like timeshare over the phone, vacation packages, shit like that. And like, and then they immediately were like, okay, well, let's have you do this then. And then I would just talk to people on the phone to get people who would refer them that we could sell vacation packages to. And then that was like kind of, and they're like, okay, well, why don't you help the boss do stuff? And then I would help him. And so they just kept, they were like, but you don't fit in any of these roles. You don't like any of these things, but we like, you we want you here you're good for morale you know because i would be you know make everybody uh you know take a take the edge off from us having this shitty job together you know um and <laughs> but the job part itself i never because it was like i would still do it but i wasn't gonna crush it because i hated it i hated that part of it yeah i hated that part of it i've had when i've had good bosses that just sort of like Gave me freedom. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, I'm unmanageable. Um, <laughs> I, I'm i like, don't you see what happened here? Like, you gave me a little bit of freedom and now I'm doing literally 10 jobs. I mean, that's the thing about sort of like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, an anti-routine kind of like ADD employee who's really good at stuff. It's yeah. like… Well, now you don't have to hire these other two people because I'm just doing all these jobs for the same money. And mm-hmm. it's like… You, you know, if you gave me a little freedom to do that, you are going to benefit. And yeah, dude, exploit me. I'm making it so easy for you to exploit (laughs) me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that part's not ideal and I probably wouldn't do anymore. But I remember like, (laughs) I just had this boss for a minute um, that in Portland who would, my first couple weeks would be like, literally like, "Mm, it's 9.02. And I'm like, if you just wait and see what I'm capable of. Because mm-hmm. the thing is, would you rather I'm here at nine on the dot and leave at five on the dot or do what I usually do in jobs like that and fucking work from, you know, 9.30 to 7 p.m. Yeah. And you're not paying me anymore because I'm just like into the job and doing all these different things. Mm-hmm. Like, and it, and like, they started to make so much money, more money than they had ever made from in my first six months of being there that his boss, like the boss boss was like, she can come in anytime she wants. <laughs> <laughs> like it, if it works, it works, you know? Yeah. And he was just, cause he was such a like square, like mm-hmm. just a controlling little man. And he was so mad. He ended up like leaving his position because he was just like, I can't, if I can't control her, like I'm going to go crazy. And it's just like, bitch, Yikes. you're useless. And, uh, and Go to a dungeon, the- you psycho. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. like- <laughs> and like over a course of the course of a year or so, I also managed to like prove that that guy was sort of useless. Like I didn't even need that boss, you mm-hmm. know? And so then they were like, oh, okay, we just cut him cut the middleman out completely and Amy will do all this stuff. I'm like, yes. Yeah. I just need to be able to come in sometime between nine and 12, honestly. Like, don't ask. (laughs) Depends how the buses are doing that day. Yeah. 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 I was, uh, I never understood that the, I think that's what it is, is the micromanaging. And I think it's, um, 
maybe that's what it was is because I grew up in such a controlling household that like that, that I just did, had no interest in living my adult life in that fashion. So yeah. it was always a rebelliousness that I just couldn't, I was unmanageable. I, I was mm-hmm. unmanageable. And it was just like, if you just let me be myself, then I'll do whatever you want. You know? Well, and it's also, yeah. <laughs> and that I've goes somebody... uh, interpersonal relationships and everything. <laughs> yeah. Just let me be my fucking self. Then yeah, I'll put up with whatever you got. Right. I've said so many fucking bosses and I've just like across the board, it's like the dumbest people micromanage the most mm-hmm. because they don't understand how you know how to do what you do because they're dumb. Mm. And so they just think they need to be like, have their little fingers and everything. And it's just like, oh no, I got it. I came in here smarter than you. So you can just actually like, let me work. Yeah, And it's just like, yeah, it's not going to work. I fuck bosses. I mean, that's really (laughs) like the greatest part about doing comedy in general is just like, being in charge of yourself. I mean, what a gift. Yeah. I I, I mean, and I have a bit about this, so I'm not going to do the bit, but it's like, but it, I also wish I was a better boss though, because a boss makes you do things. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. That is the tough part. I actually have had to sort of view it that way a lot of the time. Like, um, cause I have been a boss several times. I've had teams of people that I managed and um, I, I worked very hard not to micromanage because I know how much I hated. I would just like hire smart people that Mm -hmm. I could trust. But I do. And then just check in with them regularly. Do you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. set goals as long as the goals were met. I don't care how you got there, how long it took you, what your process was like, you know, it's just deadlines. So I do sometimes have to like view my own comedy Mm -hmm. career. Like you're saying, like I'm the boss and I need to set these like quarterly goals or whatever. The fucking journal thing. Mm-hmm. It's like arbitrary, but it's like at least someone's in charge here. Yeah. <laughs> you know? At least I know I'm reporting back to somebody. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's just, uh, it's helpful for me to be like, what would I tell myself to do if I was my own boss? And And I also don't have that girl boss energy. That's like that other thing where it's just like, yes, bitch, get it every day. Slay all day. Rise and grind. I just don't have any of that. I have no interest in that. And I also feel like there is an element and I don't I, I don't know for sure, but I feel like there's an element of that that is a bunch of bullshit, too. And I think that's why is it's it seems like it's hiding something else. It just seems oh, somewhat yeah. disingenuous. I mean, there's, yeah. yeah, there's so many sinister parts of it. Um, a lot of it is just like, uh, you know, the peer pressure of trying to like show like the shit that you're doing, whether or not it's the best use of your time. You know, mm-hmm. um, some of it is just like, yeah, the obsession with producing. Like we just consume and produce. And it's yeah. like, just I don't. Yeah, I want to I find myself wanting to rebel against that sometimes. You know, I love to rest. Really oh, yeah. really love it. Um, <laughs> and that's how I stay so youthful, mm-hmm. you know. Um what's your secret to not looking 41? A lot of naps, you naps. know. Mm-hmm. Um Keep that cortisol down, baby. Keep that cortisol down. It's yeah. good for your skin. Exactly. Yeah. I do not experience too much stress. I mean, I'm currently stressed because I feel like a lot of my gigs are about to get canceled. But, you know, that's that's temporary stress. We'll figure it out. Yep. Mm-hmm. You figured it out this long. You'll figure it out. You'll continue to figure it out. Oh, and I'm amazed like every single day, like not even... Like even pre-COVID, like I'm just, but especially the last two years, I'm like, how do I still have an apartment? How mm-hmm. have I not gone completely mad? Um, like I cannot believe I made it work. Like I might be a fucking magician. Like I don't know because, <laughs> and also like somehow like had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like still yeah. got to do stuff I wanted to do. Absolutely. And paid rent. And I'm like, I don't know fucking how. I truly don't. But. 
just the will to win. Yeah. Or even just the will to survive at this point, you know, uh, where it's just like, okay, well, I'll figure something out. I'll figure something out. Yes. The will to not move in with my mom is so strong. Even though like financially thinking about the last two years, I'm like, that would have been a good move. I'd be sitting on so much money right now. Yeah. You could stack that shit. Stacks on stacks. But who cares? We're all going to be dead soon. What am I stacking? <laughs> I actually just started saving for in general and retirement and doing some oh, congratulations. Like, thank you. Yeah, I know you invest and you mm-hmm. do all that shit. Mm-hmm. You're good with money. Um, I, I, I don't have know if retirement. I'm good with it, but I have some. I have some yeah, that I've saved. I've, I've, heard you're, <laughs> I've heard you're sensible with it. Um, I have, you know, retirement from… Like, yeah, all these aforementioned uh, corporate jobs. You have a thousand four hundred one ks. They all have seventeen dollars <laughs> somewhere. In them. I don't know where they are. <laughs> I know I get mail from Mutual of America, and I peek at it from time to time. Um, <laughs> What's every six months? I give it a gander. <laughs> yeah, I'll open I've that always envelope. been bad at yeah saving, saving, mm-hmm. and then over the past two years, I'm like, if I'm going to be broke, I'm going to be broke. I might as well also put some shit away because somehow I manage to buy shit all the time. That I don't mm-hmm. fucking need. Yeah. You know, every Target run is like $20 that becomes 100 Yeah. So let's like put a little bit of that away that I can't touch. How I think and about it I is like, I was like, a, how about instead of like, was we always put turn uh, paper into plastic. We turn our cash money into like these shitty plastic goods. So it's like, why don't we do the, bo- uh, the opposite, right? So why don't we take all these plastic goods that we purchase purchase less of them and that turns into more money because if it's like anytime I see something that I'm like ooh, I would want that and it's just like would I want that or would I want a cooler version of that in the future that I could afford because I didn't buy the shitty version of it right now whatever that is a garment a fucking something at the dollar store whatever the case may be you know so instead of not buying uh 500 of those dollar store slippers right then i'll fucking buy a pair of those balenciaga crocs in the future (laughs) (laughs) but that i'm so glad you brought this up because that goes both ways for me too like a lot of the time now i have a list of things that i'm like uh, I don't like the Dollar Tree going up, by the way. Fuck Dollar Twenty Five. Twenty five cents, really? God absurd. damn, dude! It's so Honestly, rude. Honestly, f- fuck a lot of the ninety nine cent only stores where our shit's four dollars, and I'm like, oh okay, yeah, dude. I the didn't fucking notice. Dollar General. Why is Dollar any even in the name? There isn't anything in there besides the fucking gum. That's yeah. a dollar. Go Just fuck call yourself. It cheap. Yeah. Um, cheap crap but, is what it yeah. is. But I do have a number of things that I'm like, there's no reason to buy this anywhere but the dollar store. Just little like, Mm -hmm. I don't like soap and like hot sauce. You know, I'm always like, why did I fucking pay $4 at Ralph's for fucking Tapatio when I know it's 99 cents right down the road, (laughs) you know? So there's now I just have these items. Like, yes, I agree with what you're saying. Like, there's so many things where you're like, why keep buying the shitty version when I can get a version that lasts longer? It's like, why ever shop at Forever 21 when you know that shit's going to have <laughs> it's holes gonna in rip. it? Yeah, it's going to rip yeah. the second time you wear it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just not worth it. But then on the flip side, I'm like so mad at myself when I go to the dollar store and I'm like, I just bought this thing for four times the price somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Like I got to just have my list of like dollar store staples, you mm-hmm. know, where yeah. I'm like, always get them here. I just ramen, meant like, well, like I just meant using that cheap. logic to not spend the money impulsively, you know, uh, instead totally putting it into, you know, buying a stock or buying like, you know, thinking about uh, my relationship with money differently in that, like, um, if this is going to be a long term relationship, then you have to just like anything to make anything last, you have to invest in it. Right. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, and, and the only reason I ever even started a retirement account on my, own, cause I'd never had one from a job ever. So I only started, uh, I was like, I think 25 or something or 26. And I went into, uh, like an Edward Jones or something like that. And I was like, I want to start a retirement account. And he was like, for who? And I was like, for me. And it was, cause it was like, I had committed 
I was going to be a comedian. And I was like, I saw these old dudes that were living on the road, sad and penniless. And I was like, well, if that's my future, I'm going to have a little bit more fucking money than them. Uh, If I'm going to die alone, um, I'm going to make sure that I have money to feed myself when I die alone. So, um, (laughs) and that's what it was. I started it because I just saw all these dudes on the road, like poor and not- also, like, fuck them for being that sad, though. Like, kind of also, <laughs> yeah. I don't like this either because, <laughs> you know, a lot of those dudes, they could do other jobs. Like, comedy in a weird way gives you, it gives me at least such a weird relationship with money because even though, even when we're getting screwed, like we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. even when, you know, it's, let's say, like, um, yeah, this sad dude who's, like, in his late 50s and making essentially a grand a weekend. It's like not bad for what you're doing, bro, because you haven't written a new joke in 25 years. So I feel like what are you complaining about? Like all those stories, like when we started comedy, people would be like, yeah, it's just like lonely and you're in hotels all the time. I'm like, I fucking love hotels. Yeah, I have not been in one yet in 10 years that I'm like, I bummed about. I mean, that's not true. I've been in bad ones, but I'm saying I'm always excited when I get there. I'm excited for the new club, the new city. I walk around, see shit, you Mm -hmm. know, like hard saying it is not a bad life. And then I always have to I mean, I have to do other jobs just to pay rent, too. But I like doing like I'll clean Jackie's house like you know, I still clean houses, like help people with accounting shit, babysit, walk dogs, whatever, because sometimes I need to like connect work, real work to Mm. money. (laughs) You know, like if I clean Jackie's house and she's generous and she gives me 200 bucks, I'm like, I don't even say yes to a lot of comedy gigs that offer me 200 bucks. Right. If I don't feel like it, Mm -hmm. I'm just like, no, I'm not going to do an hour for 200 bucks. But I'll scrub your house for six hours. Like that <laughs> doesn't make sense. But when we're talking about kind of like, you know, buying things impulsively and wasting money, it's really helpful for me to have that to be like, okay, if I get this fucking Uber Eats order that somehow became a $25 burrito, that's like a full hour of manual labor. Like, yeah. You know, whereas telling jokes, you're like, whatever, it's fun. I love it. It's easy. Yeah. Like, even though we don't get paid enough and we're often getting screwed, it's still hilarious money for what we're doing, <laughs> which is talking, you know? Yeah. It's like always, these road dogs could fucking get other work, but they don't want to. Well, a lot of know? them ha- would have other work. Well, that was the other thing I didn't like. And, and, and that that element that is comedy history because there's less and less of that now. Like, you know, there isn't sure. there isn't very many of those guys left. Uh, because and of, a lot of those guys ha- weren't just living on that because they had like classic residuals and money for albums, and, ri- and they or, already bought a, a house. A fucking doctor wives or f- rich wives. So many that was the classic yeah. fucking road story. Property, oh, my wife's yeah. a fucking attorney, and she may- lives a- has her own fucking law. Firm. Oh, no wonder you're doing this shit gig and you haven't written a new joke in fifteen years. No wonder yeah. you're you're just doing this to get away from your family, you know, because yeah. then there was also dudes that had jobs and shit like that, like proper. And then they were just, ah, see, I fucking still do it. I used to do it. Anyway. Well, you should stay used to doing it because they won't give me a headlining date because of your fucking old decrepit ass because you right. want this week every year, you know? Right, right, whatever, right. Whatever and the case And is. they know you're going to bring 15 people to show mm-hmm. and just really slay them with this old material. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you'll and you'll never ask for a raise, frankly. I mean, that's the other thing. It's like they're not putting new credits on the board. They're just like, yeah, been getting this fifteen hundred for fifteen mm-hmm. years, and mm-hmm. like it's fine because I own three houses because I was kind of smart with my money in nineteen eighty five. You know, <laughs> it's like yeah, we yeah. don't have those options anymore. We have to make these <laughs> conscious choices to like start a fucking retirement account, like, and maybe never own a house. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do have to go. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Well, Well, let's end it on a sad note. That's good. Um. (laughs) I know. It's so funny because I I have to go because in 15 minutes, I'm going to like guest 
teach a comedy class online. <laughs> so lesson number one, um, it becomes sad and impoverished and you should do something else. I'm going to tell some 21 year old to start her retirement account now. She's going to be like, you should, if, you're, if you really want to do this. <laughs> but then also, uh, you know, somehow be fucking grateful for every dime you get from it because it is a ridiculous job and it's Yeah, fun. we get paid for our thoughts. I tell people that all the time. Every time I like any comic I know starts getting, I go, we get paid for our thoughts, dude. Yeah. Like Jerry Seinfeld owns a fleet of sports cars because people like his thoughts. (laughs) Yeah. Like that's obscene. Noticing weird stuff about yogurt or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) How Ovaltine is in a round can that bought several Porsches. That's insane. Well, tell everybody where to find you. Plug your stuff, please, please. Oh, yeah. You can finally find me at amymillercomedy.com, amymillercomedy on Instagram. I have a bunch of dates coming up. If they're not canceled, I'll be (laughs) in Chicago, D.C. in the dead of winter. That's going to be nice. Both Mm -hmm. of those. Um, Yeah. Just look at my website. I put all my dates there. Follow me. amymillercomedy.com and follow her at amymillercomedy. Make sure you guys are subscribed. Write a nice little review for me. Email me if you'd like to. Go go to the patreon.com slash nosirpod. Uh, Email me. Yeah. Nosirpod at gmail.com. Follow. Make sure you're following me at the funny Carmen at nosirpod. Make sure you check out Amy. She's got a great Comedy Central. You've seen her. Yeah, you've seen her on Comedy Central. She's got a fucking, she puts the little clippies online. Go watch her the clippies. Are you doing the TikTok, Amy? Are you doing the TikTok? Sometimes. I'm not. I lurk on there. I love to watch it, mm-hmm. but haven't put anything out. Yeah, it's way more voyeuristic for me as well. I'd like to see and go, and then I turn it off. I like to get cleaning tips. mostly what mine is now. Hilarious. Uh, Well, thanks so much for coming on. I appreciate you. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye bye. Bye. No, sir, I don't like it. 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 No, sir, I don't like it.